on episode 430 of Nintendo Switchcraft. So much smash. Luigi's Mansion is here. Wait, that's not what I wanted to say. More Luigi's Mansion. That's what I wanted to say. And changes are coming to Pokemon Sword and Shield. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Stick around. Hey, hey, this is Johnny Link from Rhode Island, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back to Switchcraft, brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. You can tune in live by joining us over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And this episode of Switchcraft is brought, is made possible by patrons like my very good friend, That Chap Zap, a.k.a. Richard. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And leave a voicemail like you heard at the top of the show by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. Uh, with all of that being said, we have now launched uh, 143 Pixels. The first episode is out. It is me and Lloyd Hannison talking all about Skyrim. I, if you have not checked it out yet, please check it out. I am going to load that first episode into the run into the Nintendo Switchcraft feed. So it'll show up in the feed tomorrow. And if you've already listened to it, just simply delete it and uh, move on or listen to it again if you really want to. Um, but I just want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to really uh, check out the show and understand what it's like. Uh, so I'm going to put it in this feed so that, that the thousands of you that listen to this We'll hear that as well, and maybe it'll entice you to go subscribe, uh, but that's going to come tomorrow in the feed. Anyway, um, I've got, I've been completely swamped. I have to be honest. Uh, this weekend, I was at Retro Game Con, and that's why I didn't do any live shows. And then on Monday, I had to work late, so I did a, I did a live show, but I did it Sunday night ahead of time. And so it feels like... It's been a really long time since I've sat down uh, after work and recorded a show. And then today, my son said, hey, can you take me into GameStop so I can buy this thing, which gets me a, a, a free Fortnite pickaxe or whatever. And uh, he's been really good and his grades are awesome. So I said, sure, let's go. So uh, I took him and uh, we, it didn't take us as long as we thought or as I thought it was going to, but like at work, I was incredibly busy all day, and I did not get a chance to check out the video from Mr. Sakurai. I guess it was 45 minutes of him talking about uh, the 6.0.0 update to uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I did a little bit of research right before the show to find out what exactly was going on, and I'm going to talk about that uh, right now. But I didn't get a chance to watch the video. I'm going to try and do that. Uh, later today, I have a school function that I have to do tonight, so I'm probably not going to be able to watch this tonight either. And then at eight o'clock, I am recording an episode, eight o'clock my time, I'm recording an episode of Nintendo Shack. I don't know if they're doing that live or not, but I'll be a guest on Nintendo Shack. Uh, so like I said, super swamped, 
podcasting stops me from playing games and finding out more about games. Um, but hey, you know what? I, I kind of asked for it. I really like talking about games. So that's that's what I'm going to do. All right. Let, let's talk about this uh, this kind of Nintendo Direct. I don't know if they're really Nintendo Directs. It, it, I mean, it's definitely a bunch of information from Nintendo, but like they didn't really pre-announce it um, that soon in advance. And I don't believe that they called it a Nintendo Direct. They just said, Mr. Sakurai presents. Uh, I'm trying to hold my mouse over it so that I can see. I'm, I'm going to click on it and see what it says. Nope, I'm going to have to open it up in YouTube. Uh, and it says, Mr. Sakurai presents Terry Bogard. So like, it doesn't really tell us that it's a Nintendo Direct. I don't know what to call it, but that's okay. That's all right. Let's talk about the information that they gave us about uh, uh, about the changes to Smash Brothers. This comes directly from Nintendo's um, Nintendo's press website. Uh, so they say, "Get ready, the King of Fighters has arrived for the first time ever. The legendary Wolf Terry Bogard from the Fatal Fury series enters the battle as a playable fighter in the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate game for the Nintendo Switch system." All right, so first off, I have to admit that I have never really been a huge fighting game guy. Like, there's very few fighting games that really appealed to me. Mortal Kombat 2 ate all of my quarters. Virtua Fighter, I played lots and lots of Virtua Fighter. Um, Soul Calibur 2 on the Dreamcast, I played that a bunch. Marvel vs. Capcom... I can't remember if it was one or two, but also on the Dreamcast, I played a bunch of that. And then the Smash series. Those are the games that I really spent a lot of time in for fighting games. Oh, and was it the Saturn or the Dreamcast? Power Stone? Uh, I can't remember which one it was, but I remember playing it a bunch. Power Stone. In fact, uh, when I was at Retro Game Con, they had Power Stone set up on, I'm 99% sure it was a Dreamcast on a Dreamcast when I was there this weekend, which was really cool. But, uh, like, a lot of the classic 2D fighting games were games that I kind of passed on. I was really more into other types of games at the time, mostly because my skill at this kind of game is pretty low. So, that being said, I don't have a lot of reverence for the characters from the SNK series, but I can recognize why it's important to a lot of people to have these characters in the game. So for for that being said, I'm I'm fine with these characters being in. Now Mr. Sakurai said something very interesting. He said it's it's far more important that it the it be a fun character to play then it be widely recognized because he was kind of uh, asked or he, he was addressing this idea that a lot of the younger generation have no idea who this is. Now, I'm part from the old generation, but I never really played fighting games. So I not really I mean, I'm aware of who he is. I recognize him, but it's not somebody that I ever really uh, messed around with because I didn't have these games. So. I'm kind of with that younger generation who's like, Terry who? I'm probably a little less like them because I do recognize him and I understand that he's from an SNK series, but most of those younger people are going to say, what's SNK? Like, they don't know 
what we're talking about when we say something like that. And I love what Mr. Sakurai said. He said it's much more important that the character be fun to play than the character be recognizable. I think that's the right way to go. And of course, I believe that Nintendo has been doing that with the the, the roster in Smash Ultimate. I, I think every character has, every character, all 80 whatever of them, because good God, I can't believe how many characters there are, but all of the characters, they all have uh, an appeal to them. And there's there's something there for everybody. And I think that's one of the things that makes Smash Ultimate so appealing to so many people and why it does so well. Anyway, let's get back to the press release. So it, it says here in the press release, uh, in a new video, Masahiro Sakurai, the director of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, showcased Terry Bogard in action and unveiled the King of Fighters stadium stage and 50, 50 music tracks from an assortment of SNK titles, all coming to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate today. I do like that they're doing this where they... they um, uh, they, they tell us something and then they're like, by the way, it's available now. I always like it when that kind of thing happens. I like it when they hold things close to the chest and then they unveil it and then they're like, go ahead and play it right now. That's always really cool and it's always a great surprise. They've been doing it enough with Smash that I think it's now it's going to be expected that they'll they'll unveil who the character is. They'll show us a little bit of information about him. And then we won't hear anything about him for a while or her. And then later on, they'll give us a deep dive on the character and that day they'll release it. Uh, so, so there you go. They also said all of this new content will be available to players who own the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Fighters Pass or purchase Challenger Pack 4 separately. Um, now... I, I think, personally, I think that these the Fighters Pass is worth it. It's, I believe, $25, and it, it unlocks all of those characters. Now, I do believe that, I mean, Nintendo has said we're going to be getting a Fighters Pass 2. Well, no, they didn't. They said they're going to be extending more characters uh, later on past the Fighters Pass. We don't know if it's going to be a Fighters Pass 2 or if they will sell each one separately. I anticipate that we will get a Fighters Pass 2 that will uh, unlock all like all five of the next set of characters that they bring to the, the Smash Ultimate. Um, but I do think that the Fighters Pass is worth it if you own Super Smash Bros. Ultimate because you want to have access to all the characters. You really do. Uh, even if the characters don't really play the way that, that you particularly like... It's nice to play each one just so you get a feel for how they handle and you can better understand how the person, whoever it is that you're fighting, is going to use them against you, if that makes sense. Uh, so back to the press release, they say, by featuring an, an iconic fighting game character like Terry Bogard, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate extend, extends sorry, its legacy as the quintessential love letter to the past and future of gaming. Uh, this is America's uh, Nintendo of America's um, senior VP of sales and marketing, Nick Chavez. He also says, as Super Smash Bros. Ultimate continues to grow its roster of fighters, stages, and music through down downloadable content, we hope players will enjoy meeting both friends 
I'm sorry, both new friends and familiar faces that bring the game to life in unexpected ways. And I think that that's a, a good goal to have. Now, what other characters? I mean, we already we heard about the the 50 songs, and sure, the songs are cool. I don't really care myself. I don't. I mean, let me know if I'm wrong, but I don't think there's a lot of people out there that are booting up. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate to listen to the music. Maybe I'm wrong. I know that it has like an MP3 player mode. I just don't think people are using that. Now, I've said this on the show before, but what they should do, uh, God, I don't know why they don't do it, but what they should do is as part of your Nintendo Switch Online, as part of this app, Nintendo Switch Online, they should have a button where I click on Smash Brothers um, on my phone it should also have a spot where I can listen to the music from that game on my phone through this app. That would be awesome. And I think that a lot of people would much more likely would be much more likely to try that stuff out. For me, I I never load this this up ever. Um and it, there's no reason why they couldn't make it a million times better. This app oh my god. Nintendo, pay attention to the app, will you? Pay attention to the app because if you don't, you're going to, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do, but all I know is that it's disappointing that they just ignore this thing. All right, other characters, they they added a bunch of Mii fighters to to the game as well. Uh, They started with another character who I really don't know. Uh, This character comes from Samurai Showdown. Another fighting game that I really don't think I played at all, and it's no, Noko Ruru, um, and I could be saying that wrong. They also brought in a character from The Art of Fighting, and that is, um, I forget how to say it, Ryo Sakazaki. Uh, he is a brawler type. The, the Noko Ruru was a sword type. And then we have um, Irori Yagami, who is a, a brawler, and they are from uh, the King of Fighters as well. And then we have, from Virtual Fighter, we have Akira, who's a brawler, and we have uh, the blonde guy, Jackie, who's also a brawler. And uh, you add all the, that together, and that gives us more Nintendo's, uh, I'm sorry, more uh, Mii Fighters for Super Smash Brothers, which is cool. I like that they add that. I don't foresee myself ever buying any of those just because I don't play as the the me fighters like ever however I know that there are people in the community in my community that play as the me fighters so it makes perfect sense that they're going to uh, keep adding that because all that customization might draw somebody over to that character and those characters are pretty fun to play uh, I just I always play as pac-man because pac-man's my favorite uh, anyway when 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 uh, we it was leaks that it was going to be an SNK character, a lot of people were assuming that it was going to be, and I could be saying this wrong. Um, there's another character from Fatal Fury who is uh, essentially just as popular as Terry Bogard, and that's my Shiranui. I don't know if I'm saying that right, and if I'm not, I'm sorry. I apologize, but. Uh, <sighs> This is a, a female character. She wears um, next to nothing in the game. And the reason... This bothers me. This bothers me a lot. 
Um, you know, I'm looking at my timer and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from a sponsor. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you why this reasoning bugs me. Be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're back. And uh, let me tell you why this bothers me. Uh, My Shiranui, whose name I don't know, and I'm probably saying wrong, um, is not going to be included in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And their reasoning is because the game is for good boys and girls of all ages. Now, the reason that this bothers me the most is because they're basically saying that a woman who is scantily clad is something that younger people shouldn't see. They're basically saying that a woman, a woman's body is always an object. At least that's the way I take it. And I don't like that. I, and look, I have, I've played games, uh, I got, um, there was a, some fighting game that I got a review code for, I didn't know what it was, it was SNK Heroines, right? Uh, SNK Heroines, and I was playing it, and I was like, my god, they're being over the top with these characters, every single character in that game, they were over the top with, and I was like, well, it really isn't for me, and if it appeals to you, that's fine, whatever. And if every single character is like that, then I say, okay, maybe this isn't for everybody. But if it's just one character and she is wearing, like she just kind of wears like a loincloth almost. I mean, it covers her. She's covered, uh, but she's not wearing a lot. And the idea that you can't put this character in the game because young people play it, it's not like it is something that is, oh God, I don't know how to say it. It's not porn. That's, I guess that's the only way to say it. it's not. And she's just a fighting game character. And it's okay for people to see bodies, I think. Um, uh, Vaxxer says, let's see how cover she will be when she jumps. Um, okay, Vaxxer, I, I get what you're saying, but, uh, and yes, that's, that's an issue. Um, but the, the, the thing that I'm trying to get across here is that they can animate the, it's not like it's a real person. They can animate it any way that they want. They can make it so that it doesn't uncover anything when she jumps if they want. In fact, I'm sure that that's the way that they go. Jay Harley 17 is saying there's worse stuff on TV. And that is the mentality that I don't understand. Listen, it's not bad to see a woman's body. And the idea that Nintendo is saying, 
no, you can't put this in our game because this woman's body is not covered up as much as we like. That bugs me. That bugs me a lot. And I, I, I understand why they're doing it. But at the same time, I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, Raven Raven in chat is saying, I mean, look at The Witcher 3 on Nintendo Switch. Right, but The Witcher 3 is rated M for Mature, right? That game is for adults. Nintendo is saying, this game is not for adults, so we can't have this character in the game. And I just find it ridiculous. Like, they'll, they'll put... They'll put characters in the game. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Vaxxer says I'm overreacting. Maybe I am overreacting, and that's fine. It's fine if I'm overreacting. I just feel like it's kind of a lame excuse. That's that's really the point that I'm trying to get across. Is it's a it's a uh, a kind of a lame excuse. Uh, Joel Me Twenty Four says I think they tightened up Bayonetta's wardrobe a little. Right? Could they do the same? They could do the same. Of course, then you would get people yank uh, 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 on the internet getting angry over, over oh, there's censoring. Don't censor. Um, but by the way, just so you know, when you're censoring yourself, that's not censorship. That's just deciding not to do something. When somebody else tells you not to do something, that's censorship. Uh, anyway, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just, it kind of made me feel just irritated and it's not that I even I don't even know who this character is because I'm not an SNK person I just feel like that that excuse is is just kind of lame anyway uh, before we finish up talking about um, Smash Brothers Ultimate Japanese Nintendo posted uh, the Vault Shopper set and it says here that Nintendo Switch Online subscribers hey that's me uh, can download a Vault Shopper set which comes with classic tickets and gold for music, me costumes, and more for use to with Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. It comes with 5,000 gold and three classic tickets for free. Uh, please note that a paid membership requi- is required and a trial membership will not be able to download the set. So that that is important to know. Um, personally, I have I don't think I've ever used the store to buy anything in the game with that gold. Like I've earned all the all the gold and I probably got a bunch of tickets and I just don't use them. I guess the point of the tickets is to make it so that when you play classic mode, if you use a ticket beforehand, you earn more rewards. But I don't care about all that stuff. I just go online and fight dudes or ladies. Um I just fight. That's what the game is to me. I don't I don't care about unlocking all that stuff. As soon as I unlocked all the characters, I never played single player stuff again. Uh, that being said, if you are somebody who is going through Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and trying to unlock everything, then this is probably awesome for you. And uh, you probably have access to this. So make sure that you take advantage. All right. I want to talk about Luigi's Mansion really quick. I I don't want to spend long too long on it because I already spent like 23 minutes talking about Smash and I want to make sure that the show is not too long. Uh, Luigi's Mansion sold 150,000 units in week one in Japan. That is very impressive. In one week in Japan, I mean, Japan is a very small um, market for video games. Let me close that. Uh, it's a very small market. And for Luigi's Mansion to sell 150,000 uh, thousand units in the in the first week 
is really uh, impressive. In, in addition, Switch and Switch Lite is going to sell 119,000 units that, that same week, which is up 50,000 units from the previous week. That is a huge, huge increase. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Luigi's Mansion 3. And people are going to say, Bill, you hate all things that are great. I don't hate any ever, things that are great. Um, I talked about Luigi's Mansion 3 a little bit before. And probably after about two hours, uh, I talked about it. And I said, the graphics are awesome. The animation is awesome. The audio is awesome. Everything about this game is great. And I stand by that. Everything about this game is great. But it's just... It's not me. I, I'm not thinking about it when I'm not playing it. Like when I was playing Mario Odyssey and I wasn't playing it, I was thinking about playing it. When I was playing Breath of the Wild and I was not playing it, I was thinking about playing it. For Luigi's Mansion, I'm not, I, I kind of forgot about it until like last night I was like, oh man, I, I'm going to be on Nintendo Shack um, tomorrow, and I have to talk about Luigi's Mansion. I better play some more. So I fired it up, and I played, and I enjoyed myself. Um, I felt like I was starting to get sleepy, so I shut it off, and my wife and I ended up watching YouTube for a while. Um, but I didn't really think about it after that. It, it's like, it's an awesome game. It doesn't make me want to play more of it. Every time I play, I have fun, but it's just not drawing me back. And I can't put my finger on why, and it's driving me crazy. Um, I, I, cannot, I can't identify a single thing about Luigi's Mansion that I don't like, but when I'm not playing it, I'm not thinking about it. Maybe it's just been, been maybe it's just because I've been so busy lately that I, I just haven't had time to, to really get pulled into a game. Um, I, I'll admit that uh, the same thing is happening with Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds is a game that absolutely should be pulling me in. I've been playing it on my Xbox Game Pass uh, on my PC, and that should be making me like want to play it all the time. But it's not. Luigi's Mansion, it's not making me want to play it all the time. And I'm just I'm waiting for something that's going to make me want to get into this all the time and play it nonstop. And I feel like it's been a while since there's been a game that's done that. And I think the last one that really, really pulled me in probably had to be Mario Odyssey. And I was really hoping, I mean, there's other games that I've played and finished, which usually doesn't happen. Um, But I worry that I won't come anywhere close to finishing Luigi's Mansion because something is going to come along that's going to distract me from finishing it before I get there. And it's not because it's a bad game. It's it's objectively a good game. The, The animations are fantastic. The gameplay is great. I will say this. I don't like, like, uh, here's one thing. When you are using your poltergust, right? And you want to look up or down, you can use the gyro to look up and down. My brain automatically wants to tilt my um, my Joy-Cons left and right in order for Luigi to turn. And that doesn't work. That drives me crazy. I really wish that they would allow you to do that. Uh, that's really the only negative thing that I can say about Luigi's Mansion is that it's just, it's not making me want to play it all the time. And I'm really disappointed in that. 
And there's no reason for me to just be disappointed in that game because it is exceedingly well made. Um, it's the polish is there. It's fantastic. Uh, and I, when I was playing it last night, my wife sat down and she was watching and she was like, oh, this is really cute. And she, I was like, yes, this game is cute. And then when I shut it off, it just right out of my mind. Anyway, I just wanted to, to talk about that for a little bit. You know, let me verbalize this so that I can uh, try and figure out what I'm going to say some other time uh, down the road once I've had more more time with it. All right, very, very quickly, because we only got like one minute left. New items and features that are coming for Pokemon. I'm going to go through this very, very fast just to let you know. Um, new items that will help trainers raise their Pokemon will be introduced in Sword and Shield. Each Pokemon has a nature that can impact which of its stats are likely to grow faster or slower than average. Using a mint on a Pokemon seems to change the stat growth patterns and will impact which stats of a Pokemon are likely to grow faster than usual. Mints will not change a Pokemon's nature. So you can get a different Pokemon um, stats than the nature implies, which is kind of interesting. They also said special supplements. Nutritious drinks like protein and iron raise a Pokemon's base points, which in turn help raise that Pokemon's stats. If two Pokemon are the same species, but one has more base points, the Pokemon with more base points will grow stronger. Until now, there has been a limit on to how many special supplements could be used on a Pokemon in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Trainers will be able to max out a Pokemon's base points using only these supplements. Normally, Pokemon earn XP through battling. If a trainer uses uses XP candy, they will be able to give their Pokemon XP uh, experience points directly. XP candy can be earned in max raid battles. So I feel like they're really, really focusing on being able to build your party out the way that you want. And I think this is really good. Let's continue. Changes to egg moves. Sometimes a Pokemon hashed from an egg will know an unusual move called an egg move. Egg moves are moves that Pokemon normally wouldn't be able to learn through more common means, but like leveling up or using TMs. In Pokemon Sword and Shield, if two Pokemon of the same species are placed at a Pokemon nursery together, an egg move that one of them knows can be passed to the other Pokemon. A Pokemon can only learn an egg move in this way when it knows three or fewer moves. Oh man, Pokemon is so complicated. (laughs) All right. Pokemon boxes. Pokemon that are not on a trader's team can be deposited into Pokemon boxes. In these games, trainers will not only be able to access their Pokemon boxes in various towns and facilities, but also while they're on the road, even when exploring tall grass. Pokemon can be swapped in and out of a trainer's team whenever the trainer wants. There are a few places, such as a mission areas, where a trainer takes a Pokemon takes on a Pokemon gym where trainers won't be able to access their Pokemon boxes. This is a great change. This happened in Pokemon Let's Go, and I really, really liked not having to go back to a, a, a town in order to swap something out. I think that's great. Uh, finally, nicknames. Um, if a Pokemon that has received has, that has been received in a trade doesn't have a nickname, trainers will now have the chance to give it a nickname, but only once. This can be achieved by speaking to the man standing behind the left-hand counter in any of the Galar region of Pokemon Center. This is great because used to be it used to be that you there was only like one dude and you had to go find him wherever he was, which was a pain. But now he's in every Pokemon Center, which is great. 
Uh, like previous Pokemon games, the name of a traded Pokemon that has already already has a nickname cannot be changed. Um, I think that that's very very cool. Uh, I like the way that they're changing the game in order to improve it and make it just a little more friendly. But reading that stuff is very intimidating to somebody who has not spent tons of time playing Pokemon games before. Like, I've never played it competitively, so I have no idea what half of that stuff meant. But to those of you that are huge fans, uh, now you know, and uh, no one's half the battle, so get out there and battle. All right, let's wrap up the show. Become a part of the community at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, check out gstu.net. And if you want to check out my new show, 143 Pixels, please do so by heading on over to anchor.fm slash 143 or just go to runjumpstomp.com slash shows. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. Thank you all for being here, and I will see you all next time. Bye-bye.